them chains. You gotta break 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 them. How's it going? Daily 15 Ultimate Bachelor Podcast. Um, I've set my 15 minutes here. But uh, what up? This is the Ultimate Bachelor Podcast, and I'm looking at a half-empty bottle of Cavassier. So that means that we are just about out of time here. But before I go, I want to leave you with one last thought. What is love? What is the longing in our hearts for togetherness? Is it not the sweetest flower? Does not this flower of love have the fragrant aroma of fine, fine diamonds? Does not the wind love the dirt? Is not love not unlike the unliking, not it, uh, its unliking too? Are you with someone today? Do you question your love? Take your lover by the hand. Release the power within yourself. You heard me. Release the power. Tame the wild cosmos with a whisper. Conquer heaven with one intimate caress. <laughs> Don't be shy. Whip out everything you got. And never mind. Today's daily 15, which, you know, I just wasted a minute in some is uh, about love and also anyone that knows that quote um dm me because you might become one of my favorite people that uh that quote um has stuck with me for a long time actually that movie is really funny and i'm not going to say what it is because i want i want to see if anyone's as immature as me and looks at love as immaturely as i do actually i take that back because everyone looks as looks at love so immaturely but thinks they're better than love. Everyone thinks, uh, and when I say love, like like all my other conversations, and, and I'm having <laughs> trouble now because I'm trying to get out of the romantic, uh, the romantic voice that I was using for for the quote I just said. But but love is funny because when I talk about it, I'm talking about the love with everyone you have everyone immediately thinks about love that they have with their partner, their significant other, and uh, what that means to them. But when I say that no one is really above love, ever, I, first off, I love love. I love to love love. And I love that I love love. I'll put it that way. Because I think when you try and run from it, when you try and think you're better than it, that's where you actually cause problems between you and the person you love. For instance, you're in a fight, and I see uh, Andy is on this. So if you're in a fight with your significant other and you're upset about something, sometimes you just love that person so much that you just don't want to fight, even though you do feel a way about whatever you're upset about and you do want to take a stand sometimes the love between you is stronger than that in most times actually if you're in a good relationship the love between you is stronger than that and I, I bring this up because in the podcast we just did uh, we talked about you know the types of things that you actually fight with or the types of things he fight, fights with with his wife and how unimportant a lot of them are but what I mean by acting like you're better than love is that a lot of times people will 
try and be stubborn and not just give in to the fact that, hey, I love this person. This is not that important. Um, I need to stand up for myself for whatever reason. So I think it's it's funny how love works that way. Another thing I think is funny is when, and I talk about this a lot, love making you vulnerable. Um, you can't truly love someone and also be afraid to be vulnerable. And I, and once again, I say that in a lot of different ways with your friends, with your uh, family, obviously, and with your significant other. Um, I think the easiest people to be vulnerable with over the course of your life is your friends. A lot of times because those relationships span longer than, um, than, uh, that of your significant other not longer than that of your family but a lot of times you have a different dynamic with someone in your family because you go from being the one who is learning everything from maybe your parent um to maybe not wanting them to know you know some of the mistakes you've made whereas your friends aren't going to judge you for the same thing so uh making yourself vulnerable for love is another thing I think is is important to think about um, reflectively in a lot of ways because you can look at it and say, okay, I have I have these friends, I have this significant other, I have family members, and how often do I make myself vulnerable? And and it doesn't always have to be in when in times of an issue, right? Um, now <laughs> is a great time to have proactive conversation. I know men don't do this a lot. Um, and actually think about the types of things that you're insecure about, um, the types of things in your relationship that you maybe wish were better. Um, cause bringing these th types of things up when there's not an issue is going to create a much better conversation and make yourself vulnerable and also get a response that you may not be expecting. And to that, I mean, Sometimes you don't bring up, and this is going away from love in a rabbit hole, but sometimes you don't bring up things that you're vulnerable about because you don't know how they're going to be received. When in this conversation, we're talking about people you love. If it's people you love and they truly love you, it's going to be received the right way whenever you open yourself up and you're vulnerable and it's probably going to enhance and probably improve that love um, over the course of the relationship. So there's that. But a, but a big part outside of operating within love is finding love. And whether someone thinks they're happy, single or not, I, I would argue that at all times. I, if someone thinks they're, they're truly, truly happy, single, alone, I would argue that you probably just haven't found the right person because once again, I always go back to animalistic behavior and um, I think our species is all for companionship. And yeah, you can have a dog and you can have friends and you can have, um, uh, you, you know, people around you, family around you, and that can maybe supplement for, for not needing, not thinking that you need a romantic love. But I always think, I always come back to, no matter who you are, you're happier 
when you share that type of love with someone a true romantic love like i said where you're vulnerable and you're truly getting to know this person you've given all yourself to this person and um you know i just think you're better for it so finding that is the hardest part i think so so many people want that so bad that they shortcut the process let me make sure i'm staying because i because as the people who check me know um as the people who check me know they know that i've been outside of my 15 minutes so i'm staying within it but in finding love they want to take shortcuts they want to go about it um the fastest way possible finding their mate oh this person has everything i need um they check all the boxes they're attractive they're caring they're considerate without looking at the fact that finding love is actually a journey right finding love is not a, not even a starting point it's like the journey itself and i mean that i always say you're either growing together or growing apart so you meet someone of course they're gonna look good because you don't know anything bad about them you don't know any of their faults uh you don't know any of the mistakes they've made you haven't seen them in every situation how they react you haven't fought with them there's a lot of things that you haven't seen ambitious what their plans are for the future all that so everything's great when you first meet someone and when i say first meet someone that could be the first three months, that could be the first six months, that could be the first year, because depending on what your relationship is like, you can't put a time frame on, oh, I should know this much about this person at this point or whatever. So I think the journey of finding love is what people forget to make a journey that, okay, I'm supposed to be learning this about this person over time and then get to a point and hopefully the end result will be i will feel this certain way about this person now i'm not saying you it can't happen quickly because it definitely can but i think um i think taking your time and really assessing what someone is like in the match they are for you isn't done enough so that's one part of finding love the next part of finding love is get you're in something you're in a relationship you're in that starter period and you start to realize that the person you're with isn't going to be, you know, uh, the person for you. People don't oftentimes enough cut it off when they should and get to finding the next person that actually will be that type of love I'm talking about. And so I think what happens is you are missing time of building that journey of love, that starter, beginner part of the journey of love because you're wasting time with someone you don't want to let go. And I think everyone knows what I mean there when you're in a relationship and it goes too long because you're afraid of being alone or you're afraid of starting over or, or any of those things, or you start out that process that I'm talking about with someone and they're great. And you don't have a reason. Uh, I'm sorry. You haven't identified a reason as to why this person can't be that. But then when it actually comes down to it they're not um i mean situations like that all the time or an example of a situation like that would be one person's much more into it than the other person and the person who's not into it is pretty honest right they're not saying hey you'll never be this but they aren't giving them the validation and the confirmation that the other person would like so then you stay in it because you think you're going to change that person. You're going to change their mind over time. They're going to get there, whatever. I would say 
just like any salesman, sometimes the best thing to hear is no, because you move on and you go to the next thing. And I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm not a victim and, and, you know, I don't have that problem. I think everybody does. I think everyone's afraid to let something go too early, um, but not afraid enough of letting something go too late, if that makes sense. I feel like that was profound. And I've never even said that, but I'm feeling myself on that one. So yeah, so you've got the process, uh, the process, the, the actual being of being <laughs> in love. And then you've got the process to find love, right? So how do you master those things? I think one of the ways that a lot of people feel like they found the process and or the right person is because they've had experiences, right? So I think that plays into being able to let something go, knowing that, hey, I've had past experiences or other people learn from other people's mistakes too. Other people have had experiences where they thought this person was who they were going to be with forever and they weren't. And then they went and found something better. Right. And that's another thing. If you're in relationships, you should definitely make sure that the next one is always better for you. Right. It, it doesn't have to look better on paper. It doesn't have to be, um, perfect. Um, the person doesn't have to be perfect, but when, I, but when you come out of one time when you think you're in love and then you go into the next one or the way you go about looking for that, always make sure that you're doing better because if you don't, it's not going to work. You're going to be either thinking about a past love and comparing it. And as sad as that is to say, you're always comparing, you know, a situation you were in to the situation you're in now. So if you're comparing it, you're never going to be content if you feel like you're getting less out of something current than you even got out of what you left before so love works funny that way the next way let me make sure i phrase it right always make sure you're improving is i guess that one but the next one is is how are you assessing right so how do you do it right i said i come out of your experiences make sure you're imp improving next thing is how do you assess it like how do you even keep an open mind to seeing what what your whole process looks like how do you know that hey i'm in this i'm checking the boxes as we go through this journey how am i making sure that i'm doing it right all the time so i think that's what you have to come up with for yourself um having checks and balances especially if you haven't had experiences that have kind of sharpened your idea and by that i mean each experience you have should should give you a better idea of exactly what you're looking for and trim away and sharpen is what I mean. Trim away the stuff that you know, you don't want, right? I don't want someone who does this. I don't want someone who thinks like this. I don't want someone who wants this type of thing in their life or that doesn't want this type of thing in their life. So I think those are all important when, when you're trying to find when you, I'm sorry, when you're finding love, when you're in love, and then when you're assessing where you're at in that process. And a lot of that, and see, there's my timer. Um, a lot of that has to do with conversation. I always say that communication, conversation. Uh, I'm not perfect at it. I don't know that anyone is, but just being open to the fact that, hey, I've got to have conversations with whoever I'm with, whether it's a friendship, a family member, and or a significant other to, to assess where where I'm at. So thanks for listening. Daily 15. This was actually 15 yesterday. I said yesterday was 13. It was 14. This is you, UB daily 15, 15. Maybe that should be a magical 
magical one, but uh, on love. So thank you for listening. Uh, keep listening. Go listen to the stuff on my bio link and stay safe and healthy as we work through this pandemic.